It's my life, so I walk the line, yeah I got to give everything I can for this No ifs or buts, honey, I would die for this Need it more than my next breath, yeah You know that I'm totally obsessed with it Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Power Podcast. Uh, thought we'd jump on here today and do a Q&A podcast. And Something a bit different. Ask a few questions on Instagram. Um, but yeah, it's basically... Hey man, a couple of beers in the way, something a bit different, a, a bit beers. crazy. Mate, you think fucking Dean and Kemp sponsors this podcast sometimes? Yeah, maybe he'll come on. Yeah. We, two shout-outs in a row. I met him at um, the Tim, went to one of Tim Zoo's fights. And it was him. I was in the fucking line for the... Whiz and fucking, I hear this fucking loud mouth going off behind me. I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? Turn around, it's him talking to fucking Cody Walker, bro. Oh, Danny right. Camp and Cody Walker just having a chat. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like, cause he, like, as much as fucking people don't admit, it, you look up to people. Yeah, 100%. and like, I'm in the content space and I love sport and I think Danny Camp is like the guy. Like, he's the goat he's for me. He's good because like, he's so original. Yeah, he's like um. It reminds me a lot of Johnny Danger. Yeah, he just doesn't... Of creates his own little... Creates his own type, like, little creations. Like, Johnny Wig... Johnny Wig. Johnny Danger had the Danger Swig. Yeah. And then he's created, like, the, the Goosey... Or maybe created well, it, but... E- even the way that, like... On about it. Even the NRL commentators now, like... I'm pretty sure that um, Deenan gave, like, Brennan Smith the nickname Cheese. And all, like, all the NRL commentators are going... The cheese has been subbed off the bench and like they caught... Yeah, like I don't know if... He, it started, it started because he caught himself... Because the way he runs, looks like a rolling ball, what wheel of cheese. Uh, but then I think Ben and Kemp started calling him Hectic Cheese. Hectic he, Cheese. He goes to Hectic it. Cheese and yeah. then that's where he's going come from. All right, what we'll do, we'll jump into the first question. One of the first questions, what we'll do, not the first. So the first question we got was Jaden Houghton. Yep. So Houghton, this is for both of us. What has impacted your mental health and what helps you get through it? You can start off, mate. Hmm. So what's impacted it So what started it And what helps us get through it I think there's like I guess there's a few triggers Yeah it's fucking life really Like there's a lot of In all honesty There's a lot of stuff That you face Growing up and stuff And you know I didn't have A rough childhood And mm. like I'm thankful that You know I had a supporting family And stuff And But like there's definitely I don't want to touch In it like massively But there's Like for me my biggest one was when I lost my self-motivation and also my self-worth, like my belief in who I was as a person just fucking went out the window. And like, you know, at that time, I despised who I was and like, I wasn't really sure why. And I, like, there's definitely, there's definitely ways to find out why. I just was fucking... 18, naive, didn't really fucking experience anything like that before. And it's kind of just like a weird feeling for me. And mm. first thing, like the first word that comes to mind when I think back then is like lost. I was just like a lost fucking young boy and not really knowing what I was going through, why I fucking hated myself, like instead of self-care or self-hate kind of thing. And um, Self-sabotage, really. Yeah, and then, you know, I've... I've touched on this in the Smash of Silence interview that I've done with Isaac, but basically just said, like, um, I was in a relationship at the time and, like, it was a a good relationship and then obviously towards the end of things, like, it just gets pretty bad. But, um, yeah, I just told my ex-girlfriend at the time, I was like, oh, you know, I can't be in this relationship anymore because I, like, if there's no me, there's no us kind of thing. Like, you need two people in a relationship, obviously. Um and I was like, I need to go seek help and I need to, like, figure out what the fuck's going on. Like, my brain was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, like, the worst space I've ever been in my life. And I've I've had moments since then. and But that I don't think anything will ever make me hit that thing again. Like, yeah. um, like it was a conversation with my mum. With um, and she basically just said to me, like... Because it got really bad to a point where, you know, I, I didn't see you know, a reason to be alive anymore. Mm. And, um, yeah, my mum just basically said to me, so my niece was born a few days before and, like, I absolutely love and adore. I have a nephew now yeah, as well. You but put up that photo the other day of yeah. the hug with her. Yeah, and, yeah. like, her hugs, bro. Like, I'm not even kidding, but... And I know your nephew is still really young, he's but legend, the yeah. day that he will, like, he's... You walk through your mum and dad's place or whatever, or if your sister gets a place and he runs at you or, sh- like, if you 
sister has like a niece in the future or whatever and they run at you excited to see you and they hug you especially after like a pretty like tough day mm. like that that's everything so that's why i post that photo because like it's it's the best feeling in the world yeah and so, something so little who has no idea about the how complicated the world can be like such a little person makes the biggest impact so much emotion yeah. from it yeah and um so that's that's an outlet for me is having that like my family and, and friends around me of course but yeah i'd say honestly my niece and nephew are like my go-to but yeah my mum basically said to me um you know i don't want you to ever put me in like in a, in a position where she's got my niece on her lap and they're looking through like a photo family album uh, family photo album sorry and she goes um and then my niece points out a photo of you and goes oh but who's that like i've just seen mum i've seen dad i've seen pop but who's this person like here's this right here and my mum's like please don't put me in the position to um to have to tell you who you were like can you like just no matter how hard things get she's like we love you like we we don't know what we'll do without you and stuff and she's like if you like obviously live your life for you and that's like the main thing is is find your purpose and and find reasons for you to want to stick around <coughs> but she's like if you're not going to do it yourself do it for the, the little girl who's going to grow up to love her uncle kind of thing and like and now like i've got a nephew i love just as much like it and that's insane about how much having those two little fucking um unconsciously aware children yeah like to the world i mean like they're they haven't experienced like they've the worst thing that's probably happened to them in their life so far is they've tripped over like while running on concrete or something like that. Mm. Like they haven't experienced um like proper emotional pain and like they've obviously child like children get upset. But yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> but that's basically that's the way that I dealt with it is <coughs> I got to a stage where it got enough like too much for me, and I. I've always felt that I was very dependent um, on myself and like, or independent, sorry. Um, and I always wanted to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders and like, it's not how it has to be. And <coughs> I think when you have that mindset and you're so, I don't want help because I want to be the one to fix this because it's like a, a reward kind of thing if you can get past it. Bro, there's no fucking reward inside at all. Eh? Like I just, I thought there was, and I thought that I could just figure it out myself, and I couldn't. And it just got to a point where, um, yeah, I just needed to go f- speak to someone. And it wasn't until that night that I had the conversation w- with my mum, where she really fucking opened my eyes and like just gave me a just reason, perspective, yeah, yeah. And like, fuck, it was the worst night of my life, bro. But it was like the best thing that's ever happened to me, mm. like. Without that night and that conversation, every tough time that I'd have now, I'd feel like I'm just going back to square one. Yep. Um, yeah, that's basically like seek help. Like that's that's all I can say. That's what I done. I went to Headspace, spoke to Beyond Blue, spoke to my friends, family. Like, and you're not alone through it. Like you feel so internally alone at the time, but you're not. Mm. And again, like it comes back to like stop being fucking Mr. Macho and thinking you can take on the world because you can't like as much as you'd like to believe that you're a human being, you're going to feel stuff, you're going to be in pain, you're going to have these emotions. And it's, there's professionals for a reason, man. And like, like headspace is free. It cost me nothing to talk to them. I went a couple of times and like, I think the, I think the guy's name was Matt and he was an absolute legend. Like he didn't speak to me like, yeah, he didn't speak to me like I was (coughs) someone that was like sick or like I had a problem or anything. Like he spoke to me like a human being and, yeah, we figured out <coughs> what was triggers for me and, and how I could take the steps to get where I am today. So, yeah, that's basically – that's that's, that's my answer to your uh, question. Good. But, yeah, what about you, man? Um, what was it? So, my – I guess my effect – my start, the way that mine started was probably mainly self-inflicted. Probably not. Like, obviously, there's underlying problems that occur when you come to mental health. But I guess the reasoning and probably the actual trigger that sparked – why I had to change was probably it was definitely from like self abuse, and that's not like hurting myself, it's just like not looking after my body to the extent. And I was just, I wasn't a drug addict, I wasn't, you know, fucking alcoholic or anything like that, but I was doing it to an unhealthy factor where it was just abusing my body and I just couldn't maintain it. Um, and that was definitely a factor. It was just, you know, I was 
my nutrition was shit. I wasn't sleeping very well. I was going out on the weekend, <clears throat> abused drugs, alcohol, Friday, Saturday. And, like, it wasn't abused. Like I said, I wasn't fucking shitting up heroin or yeah. anything. You just recreational party yeah. drugs. But, again, that plays a mental toll. And then you go back to a job where you're stressed Monday to Friday because you had a big weekend, you can't use your brain properly, so you stress yourself out more because you're not doing your job right. And it was literally just a snowball effect and it just got bigger and bigger and it was such a Band-Aid effect. Friday night came and my excitement was such a short-term excitement because I knew I was getting back on it, you know. And that happened, you know, like and when I say this, if anyone knows me, I wasn't a junkie. I wasn't, you know, fucking gross. It was just, it wasn't healthy. It yeah. just really wasn't healthy and my mental capacity couldn't handle it. Like I know some people that do that, rec- like do that frequently and can handle it and good on them. But like I just couldn't and yeah, really I really hit rock bottom and had a few few bad nights, but there was one that just stood out and said some things that I didn't mean that I don't really remember. But it was all alcohol fueled and Is that the that's the night you called me, eh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just it was the biggest thing that spun everyone out was any like mum, dad and everyone was I was saying all these things to scare everyone, but I never meant it. But it was definitely a cry for help. So like I was waking up the next day, so like I think like there was one night I was running out in front of cars. I don't even fucking remember. I was that blind. I was just running out in front of cars, like not trying to intentionally hurt myself. I was just running, like just doing dumb shit. Yeah. No care at all. But like when people were telling me that the next day, I was like, what the fuck am I doing that? Like even I knew like yeah. that's not me. It's not you, yeah. But just as soon as like I just got on it, it, all the internal emotion come out and I couldn't control it. But I was unbelievably drunk. Like one of the nights I did like a bottle of tequila in like fucking 45 minutes. I did like seven shots of tequila or some shit. It was ridiculous. Um, and then, yeah, just shit like that. And that was definitely part of it. And then it was to the time, like I said, this, this can't happen. Um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. And then I went and spoke to someone and nothing changed at all, except for the fact of I stopped doing that every weekend. Started spending time on myself and learn how to meditate properly and going back to the gym and just my right nutrition and maintaining now, oh, you know, I can afford to have a beer and, you know, not feel like, not you know, feel like I'm going to fuck it. That's right. And I don't get that drunk. Like I've got things to do now you know we've got this i've got work i've got it's a different lifestyle now as much as i still enjoy having fun i just know i don't need to go the extreme of drugs all the time or go the extreme of fucking you know get fucking flogged you know yeah. i can just have a couple of beers go home or but that was definitely it and yeah i guess my way out of that was psychology like i went and saw a psychologist and really changed my perspective um but then now it's kind of just it's a mate I'm, I'm really in a maintenance period now like I really help, you know, we all have days. I've messaged you this morning and we all have little little ups and downs, but I think me and you both filter them out as they come. Um, where I don't really have any big up and down days, like to the point where, <coughs> sorry, I don't have any days where, you know, I'm really upset or I'm like, you know, spike. I'm kind of maintaining everything. And that's because I live in a routine now and I try to do everything by the same every day because I know it works. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm kind of in a maintenance period now. Like I know... I've had a big weekend. I know it's going to affect me the first couple of days of the week, yeah. but I just try to do my best to, you know, maybe go for a run, sweat it out, and maintain to get back to that level. But that's th- probably it. I think in terms of um, the, I guess, journey that the growth from that night with both of us to where we are now, like, and like I don't say that in a way of we're fucking anything special at all. Like, mm. like we're both very proud of who we are, yeah. and it takes a lot of grit and resilience and and effort to to put your mind through and like there's definitely days where you like and recently like I spoke about this on last night's podcast where you know you think you have all four pieces of your jigsaw figured out and then you realize you fucking don't mm. like and that's all right like as long as you're like I think overall if you're to stop being so like hard on yourself and putting such a high like have have a high expectation like and always strive to be your best self don't like beat yourself fucking like yeah. don't beat yourself up about it because it's just going to make you worse and then you'll never believe in like the things that you can do or the things that you put your mind to and like i've had business ideas i've had fucking when i was doing music I had music ideas to write songs and whatnot and i'd fucking beat myself like up so badly when i didn't hit those things like when i didn't work towards those things and just gave up and it's like I'll never achieve anything because I couldn't achieve those like those few things. But as soon as you get yourself out of that, fuck me, it changes. Like it, and, th- and that was another big thing with me as well. Like, so obviously you go have a big say, have a big Saturday night. You wake up Sunday morning, and you've you've got the feeling of guilt. Like you've got to apologise to people, and as much as it didn't mean much to everyone else, you thought you'd fucking just ruined everyone's life. 
So there was some nights, like, you know, I definitely have to apologise. People maybe did some things that, you know, got people scared or said things, right, right. And then there was times where, like, I really took it on myself and fucking my anxiety went through the roof because I thought that what I'd done had affected so many people. And I got to the point I was messaging everyone saying, hey, sorry about last night. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, you're just a little bit drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I was taking it to heart because I kind of remember what I was doing. And I had a, I had a few little, little nights leading up over the years, like, I had a few little scenarios where, like, I'd get drunk and maybe make a bit of a fool of myself, or as everyone does. But I took all those really hard and built up and built up. And then it wasn't until that one night where, like, my cousin, mum called my cousin, he had to come out and help me. And, like, I ended up, you know, going out. And then it was the next day I went to the psychologist. Mm. And that was when I was like, this has got to stop. And that was March, you know, two weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say, like, to those that are listening to this podcast right now, what would you say to them when they feel like they're getting to this point? So, like, what I was at? Yeah, like it's hard. You don't realize you're in it, um, and like it's definitely an awareness. If put it this way, if I'd listened to a, a podcast or some bloke talking about it back then, I probably would have gone, "Fuck, that's me." Um, and you're aware, but I was—I wouldn't say I'm stupid enough. I just—I was too stupid. I just didn't have the knowledge and the power to be able to go. Okay, I need to change, and it's a real hard rut to be stuck in. Like, you know, not saying people are alcoholics and people are fucking drug addicts, but from a fucking experience, I know how hard the habit is. And like still now, like I love a beard, don't get me wrong. I still have a beard nearly every weekend. You're just not relying on it anymore. It's just, so. I don't look for it. I don't go, you know, like I used to thrive just to go to a pub in Camden every Friday night and get fucked up. And that's what I loved. Or, you know, maybe go out somewhere local. That's what I thrive for. And I don't, don't get me wrong, I love going to the pub, having a beer, having a punt. Still love the same shit. It's just in moderation. Yeah. Tame it down. So I guess there is anyone that was, I guess, it's a pretty common lifestyle, I think, what I was just saying. A lot of people have, are involved in it. Um, but yeah, just... Like, I'm not, you know, I don't say go do drugs, have fun, like, fucking do them, they're good. I'm not going to say don't do them. If you do them, just know what you're doing and know how to maintain yourself, you know. Like, look, I, I'm not going to recommend it. Like, for your body, obviously, they're not good. Alcohol's not good, but we're fucking human beings and we like having fun. And that's just the way it is. Um, just, look, if you go out and you fucking have a line with your mates or whatever, just know what you're doing and just know, just be careful of your body, you know. You know, you've got a big day Monday or the next day, you know, just really try to think about and look after yourself, look after your decisions. And, you know, if you do feel like you're having a bit too much, like, you don't have to stay home because that's when you just go fucking downhill again. Maybe just understand what you're drinking. And it can be from, instead of going out drinking fucking double shot tequilas or something, just have, go out and have a couple of beers. Yeah. Like, just change your drink, change your style of the way you do things. Eventually, you'll lean off. If you go out and you spend, you buy a fucking pack of smokes and you put 300 in the pokies and you're doing double shot vodkas all night. Just go out, put 50 in the pokies, just drink single shot vodkas and just maybe fucking share a pack of smokes with your mates. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I'm not about fucking don't do this, don't do this. Just be careful and just just think about what you're doing. Like, it's, like I said, everyone's fucking human. Like, I'm not here. I'm not a life coach. I'm not a business coach. I'm not a nutritionist. I know what's good for the body. I know what's bad for the body. Yeah. Um, and like we say this all the time, but everything that we talk about on this podcast yeah. is from our, like just our beliefs and our yeah, experiences as well. So like... <coughs> Like I we uh, like it's probably not as much as we talk about it. Like, do not or take 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 the information that you will with what we say on this podcast. But like, if you are listening to this and you are going through shit, please just look into getting help. Like, yeah. we're not professionals, and you know, us sitting here drinking beer, talking about like having a good time and and trying to be responsible. Why are you doing that? Like, it's just it's not going to be the fucking magical. Cure that you need, like it's yeah. And that's it, yeah. Um, so like if you are constantly struggling, and like if you tune into this podcast because it gives you a bit of a escape from the world that you're living in right now, and you enjoy listening to it, like we just both can't recommend enough to go see someone. Um, you can go to Headspace, you can call Beyond Blue if you don't like fucking talking on the phone and um, makes you anxious. There's actually a text line that you can text in. You can message, um, even message our page. Yeah, you can message us, and we'll and we'll send you through the contact details of of who we'd go to, but um. Yeah. yeah, but hopefully that answers your question, Jaden, and gives Thanks. you... That was a good question. Yeah. Bit, probably a bit longer than expected, but... Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely like, you know, we... um, It's definitely good to dive into more personal, I think. Like, mm. um, just because so many people, like, and as much as we're both on social media, like, there are a lot of curtains that are pulled over. Like, yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff that you never see behind the scenes, and I think this podcast is a chance for us to use this platform that we're doing right now to not expose people but just to have those conversations and to kind yeah. of ease people into you know 
Absolutely. Fucking there's two blokes here and like we've had young kids message us going like fucking your stuff's sick. But we're kind of like not we're doing this fast, like a conversation that we're having right now, like you might have had the down day today and you messaged me this morning saying, Hey, like just got this little thing going on and th- just us having a conversation now and speaking openly about it, mm. like you could go home tonight and fucking be like, I'm yeah. so glad I spoke to Aiden about that. And yeah, I'm right. I'm the exact same. But like we're using we're in front of microphones right now, using this platform of the podcast to share our conversation with just hopefully it brings value to anyone. Yeah, so um, that's it. Yeah, so hopefully Jaden and everyone else listening got a bit of value out of um, that question and that answer. But and if you've got any more questions regarding to that question, feel free to message us. Um, a couple of funny ones. <laughs> yeah, just re- just read them all. No, nah, so we'll go we'll go Joel. Yeah, Joel Ringway. Do you hate cyclists? Honest opinion. Now he says cyclist single. So yeah. is that plural, Joel? Or I think he means yeah, cyclist. Joel, yeah. so we'll give him benefit of the doubt. Um, Do I hate cyclists? Look, I don't. I don't hate anyone. I, just, I was about to start with that. <laughs> I don't hate anyone. I, I can get. If it was Joel on a cycle, then I'm yeah. Fine. I hate it. That's <laughs> no, it. Um, I think, in certain situations, there's a, like a massive fuck. If I can see a massive footpath, and there's just like, whether it be a group of so- like a group of them riding or just a single person by themselves, you just like, if you're holding up cars as well, and yeah. they're doing like single form, th- yeah. They're doing like 30Ks behind you and like you're just not even being courteous to pull over for like a couple of seconds to let them pass. That's when I can get like tend to get a bit frustrated. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. I, don't, I definitely don't hate them. I get frustrated. Depends who the rider is. I don't hate the cyclist sport, but depends who's on the bike. Yeah. Depends how you do it. Like you see some fuckwits like, where was I the other day? Might have been Razorback or Douglas Park Drive or something. Single next to each other like this on like a single lane road doing yeah. 80k's. I'm like, mate, like you're asking to be hit, yeah. you're doing that, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, it depends yeah. on the situation. But good yeah. question, Joel. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> Any more rippers? Feel free to send them in. Um, <laughs> Harry Foster, the man, yeah, yeah. is Harry Foster the best looking bloke in the state? Fuck, I'll tell you what, he's got some fucking new ink that I've from. He's not far off, he's yeah. got to be, he's, he's, he's good. He's not, it, yeah, he's got the best calves in the state. Got good calves. Yeah. yeah, look, we'll get back to you on that one. We'll, There's we'll, a few we'll, good looking blokes we'll, we'll, in the state. I think, I think for now, like, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Who else is a contender? Dill, Dill Wade's up Dill there. Dill Wade, yeah. I'm up there, surely. Dill Wade's a snack, bro. Shout out Dill Wade. Fucking the model, for the official model for Gr- apparel. Oh, my mate's hot. Grime was hot. Griefy's all right. He just looks 55. We're not mates, bro. Maybe you're not hot. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's why I don't want to Um... Uh, well, yeah, but we'll g- we'll give the the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, we can know that one, Harry. You are, um, Vincent Valentoni. What are your upcoming hurdles that you're excited to tackle? Mm. Well, let's let's go life and business. So we'll go to- we we'll go twice. So two in the business, and then what, let's go. So one each in the business, and then one each outside the business. In general. Um, in terms yeah, in terms of flow, I'm guessing not. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, business. I think. Honestly, like a lot, the long-term goal for us, like as much as, like we're currently like doing our suppliers in Australia and we have our clothes are made through A's colour, but I think I'm really looking forward to when we process. expand, like to do proper like... Proper fabric design yeah, testing. Yeah, and like have <coughs> real custom, custom stuff, yep. um, which would obviously implement and bring in the factor of China and like moving our supplier shipments over there and stuff, so... Yeah. That's something that definitely it's is. definitely going to be a challenge. That's going to be really, really hard. It's definitely when, not an if, though. Yeah, it it will happen. It's definitely a big, not a big project. It's definitely a lot of preparation behind it. Mm. That's definitely a long term one. I'm excited. Short term, like in it, like we when we're setting up for supply, like the for the supplier in Australia, like that was a bit of an effort in itself. Like yeah, there's a lot. It's, it's look if you are, you might already have a clothing business and you might already know this, but there's like you have to be very good at communicating. You have to make sure like you're contacting your supplier, you're asking the questions, even if like, I never say like, any question, or no question's dumb to me. Like no, if you have only, a question. The only stupid ask. questions that I asked one. Yeah, so, like if you're unsure about something, like the amount of times we've sent our supplier an email saying like, hey, can we just get like numbers on this, or can you show us how to read this graph, or these numbers or figures or whatever, and just having that 
conversation like it might be so simple for them to do and be like uh, like yeah yeah but it's just asking those questions and being sure so i think yeah for me personally i i'm can't wait for the day that we do like yeah the transition overseas but um yeah that's my one but you can what about in life as Uh, business uh life would be just in general what's its goal let's something let's go in the future what can you see or coming up that you're looking forward to doing or something you're going to put yourself yourself out there and have a crack at i think probably like like i know what i wanted like i know the footprint that i'm trying to leave on this earth and like i want to be remembered by the way i made people feel like it's it's pretty fucking wide subject and you can i could make you feel happy to not like fucking hell <laughs> can make you if like you want <laughs> yeah Tash feeling, you listen. yeah <laughs> um like i could you know um, you could leave the office and like be like, I'm like grateful that you're friends with me or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm trying like talking about the masses. Like, and I think that's why like I, fi- I find so much enjoyment in t- having conversations with yourself, but also like sharing these conversations out to Instagram to Facebook. Like everyone that's willing to be a part of what we're creating here, because like we can't say it enough. Like this is bigger than the clothes that we make. Like it's it's the message behind it and that's the biggest thing for me like in life is as much as i'd love to get like i'm I'm trying to and and will continue to try and, and work towards being my best self like that's my ultimate goal um but yeah like i'm gonna leave this earth one day and i want to leave something behind that's gonna like continue to kind of prosper and and grow on so that's I mean, that's I mean, pulling a tree for someone else yeah that's 100 percent. that's good yeah mine but in flow mine's probably the same definitely the the long-term transition is going to be something um but short term i'm just looking forward to releasing more products getting more content hopefully we'll host another photo shoot soon and yeah. you know just get more designs and <coughs> we've got a couple more products coming out in the next couple months and when hoodies come back in stock as everyone knows highly in demand they're going to be pumped but yeah that's short term definitely like i said the transition and probably just yeah again in life just just taking step by step really like i've taken a pretty big leap into this where i am now just work-wise and with a new house and you know things like that last six months has been a pretty big change for me for anyone that knows me it's not just like one change like you didn't just move houses like you moved houses and then you started oh you started your new job and then moved into your new started this started a new job moved in my new house and like that's yeah that's a lot yeah to take it was a pretty big pretty big change pretty big mindset and you know, I'm kind of still inhaling it a little bit at the moment, so I'm kind of not having my plate full. Like I've still got plenty of plenty of time, and but there's definitely for what I can try to take in and learn. There's still still a lot to learn for what I've got on my plate. So, but I'm always like I'll never not learn, whether it's physically, mentally, or emotionally. I always love yeah. doing new shit. Like I think, like <clears throat> I think for the both of us, and I think we've spoken about this, but like I I would hate to be still. Like, uh, although it's, like, seems calming, I would hate to not be somewhat growing or learning mm. something new or, like, not feel like... I just feel like I'm wasting my it's life like away. got to put... I've like, for some reason, I've I've always worked out. Like, I've always found that I'm really good at putting myself outside my comfort zone. And the last couple of last couple of years, it was kind of unintentional. I was just really throwing myself to do shit in the deep end and wasn't really get thinking about it. And now I've started doing it and I've... But I'm kind of... I kind of just am used to saying yes to things that I don't really know what to do, but... I'll find out on the way. Um, and that's not in a bad way. It's just I'm for some reason good at it. And having that habit's kind of really good for me because I'm always doing new things. Like I'm always trying new shit. Um, mainly business and mainly like job and business wise. But it's good. Like I'm excited because I've got interest in so many different things. Like mental psychology and health is interest to fuck out of me. So yeah. I will do is something with that one day. But yeah, that's, that's one thing I've just, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to see around the corner it scares me because i'm like so much stuff coming up and you know yeah there's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of change and like yeah that's right like change can be very uncomfortable but i think it's perfect you yeah. need it you won't you won't grow as a person if you don't yeah that's okay. why the difference that there's a reason they call it comfort zone because it's fucking comfortable yeah. and everyone stays there we come home like me when i was in that bad rut it was comfortable wasn't comfortable mentally but it was comfortable for me you yeah. know i was coming home working my seven till three come home 
get shit, go in, watch a movie on Netflix, just lay in bed. Just wake the, up, that environment again. that you just, like. You're just comfortable. You don't yeah. have to do anything. You don't have to think too much. You don't, and that's what a lot of people are in, you know, and that's fine. If you're happy to live like that, and that's more than fine. But if you are planning to grow and improve yourself as a person, you've got you to be uncomfortable. You've got to be able to have a bit of nerve, a little bit of stress, healthy stress, you know, and put yourself outside of that little circle, take the step at work, whether that's take on another job or whether that's footy, fucking make the extra couple of tackles or anything, you know, like any aspect, do something that you don't usually do too much and go, oh, fuck, I'll give that a go. And then you might like it. And then if you don't like it, you know, you bounce back, you try again. And eventually it's like a rubber band. You stretch it, it gets bigger and bigger. Comfort zone ends up fucking huge and you're doing heaps of shit. Yeah. That's why CEOs, they fucking, they, they sleep like six hours a day, get up at four, they fucking go to the gym, drop kids off, go to one job, go to the second job, fucking they invest fucking $100 million, whatever they do, yeah. you know what I mean? Wife, kids, sleep, start again. Because mm. they just expand, their day expands. And like, like I said, even me, like even my day's expanding. I used to be in bed by 8.30 thinking, fuck, got to be asleep by nine, got to wake up at five. Mm. Now I'm like, fuck me, it's 10 o'clock. Like, it's still early. At 11 saying, you know? hey, here's the sizes for the new fashion. <laughs> yeah. Like, and again, you just learn. That's just part of... And that's, there's no right or wrong. If you're happy with your, what you're doing and you're content with your life and your job, then fucking by all means you stick with that. But if as a person you genuinely want to grow and improve, I guess, m- mentally, physically and financially, I guess, then, you know, just start. That's that's where you that's where that stuck is. You know, if you are a little bit stuck, you've just got to just fucking have a bit of a go. Like, that's pretty much it. Bit yeah. of a go, I guess. Thanks for your question, Vince. Uh, always <laughs> yeah. good having you sent through questions. Um, what do you got next? Oh, all right. Tash, Teeling, some random. Shout out the missus. Shout out to my, my missus. Oh, yeah, no, my missus. Yeah, sorry, boss. Um, how did flow come about? You can start this one. Um, well. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> it was back in 1972. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking, so basically, uh, the first time, like, we, so basically... We'll, we'll start mates from the start. We'll start we'll from, start the, from the start. Start yeah. instead of jumping back and forth like the Michael Jordan last year's <laughs> documentary. Yeah, hard. Fucking so good documentary, but I agree. Yeah, but um, yeah, cracker. But so we're friends in high school, but we weren't in the same friend groups. Like we always had that mutual respect. Our sisters were friends, and, and I think you've you came over my house when I was like sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteenth. Playing footy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I smashed everyone. Yeah, including <laughs> me probably. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, so basically, like we weren't that close in high school, but we always had that that mutual respect for each other, and you know we both left high school, ventured off into different things. You went into a, the electrical field. I went to TAFE and studied and stuff, and um, yeah, like we always support each other over social media. So like, if you are on social media, there are some people that you're like you've got on there who just like support your shit, but you've never met them before, mm. and that was kind of like we've obviously met. But you like you'd always support. I was a distant supporter, type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you were always like supporting the stuff that I was sharing, and then you would st- share stuff about like your city to surf, and I'd try and find sponsorships for you and stuff. I remember I called like all the people from B and I. I was like, "Fucking, can you sponsor this guy for me?" Asked my auntie and everything. Um, and I think that's where it kind of started to prosper a little bit more. Of like, there was that strengthened friendship. But um, yeah, we didn't talk for a while. Um, and then. Yeah, I went through some shit, but again, like you weren't around when that happened. Um, and you called me one night out of the blue and I was I think it's the night that you're talking about. And I said that I was at my Nana Pop's dinner and I was going to drive to your place. You called me and you're like blind, but you're like, I'm really not okay. Like you're at this status and... Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that was that night. Yeah. That would have been that yeah. night, yeah. Well, you called me and I was like, well, like I'm not expecting your call. Like I barely spoke to you. Yeah. Um. And then from there, I think because I was like, we were just able to have a conversation and I was giving you every bit of advice that I possibly could and like just trying to make sure you're all right. Um, but from there, like you went to a psychologist and then um, she basically said to you, like, you need to put your heart and soul and, and passion into something. Yeah, well, she said, because fucking told me I had some severe case of OCD, whether it was actions, moods. Something did all these tests, and she said, You've got a passion for something. She goes, You just need to put your heart into something. And I was like, Well, fuck. And that was my first. I'm like, Well, I'm trying to play footy, obviously not working out too good. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. And I'd always loved the idea of clothes. And that's when I was just like, Fuck it. Let's just do it. And then back to you. 
they say message <laughs> me randomly and um you're like hey man how's things or whatever and then you just sent, started sending through like fucking 14 Best photos. Yeah. What? I don't even know what the fuck you designed that. I went like. on a Google shirt designer, yeah. literally, and I typed in the word flow. And then I had, like, for anyone, just a bit of context, it was like. Should we pop them up on the screen? Should we pop up the original photos right now? Do you reckon we can find them? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah, we'll get them. We'll put them yeah. up. And they'll fuck. But this is. If, you watch, if you're watching the YouTube version of this right now, fucking tune in and you'll have a look at the fucking original shirts that Matt first designed. They're pretty good. Not much yeah. difference. They're not like they're not terrible, but like they're pretty standard. Design king. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you messaged me and I basically messaged Aiden and said, "You got on my hands. He my got sh- fix yeah. my shit." <laughs> he got on his hands and knees and prayed for me. Um, but no, like you messaged me and you're like, "Oh, you can see what I was doing with Oakwell and stuff." And I think because there's always that mutual respect, like I didn't be like this guy's just trying to use me like for my services or anything. And then you're like, "Look, I don't want." Like, and you said this over, like, a phone call. You're like, I don't want to just, like, get you to design all this stuff and fucking do a runner. Like, you're like, I want you to be a part of this. Have a think about it. Like, if it's not for you, that's all right. But I think we could really, like, have a go at this. And yep. when he told me, like, it wasn't so much the clothes. Like, look, I like feeling good as well. I like buying a new shirt or jacket and dressing up and feeling good. Like, it does, it does make you feel good. Like, um, but, like, I've never been, like... I'm not going to go and spend $600 on a pair of shoes. Like, I'm not that into clothing. Um, but, yeah, when you message me and or you call me and you're like, look, this is why I'm starting it, like, the actual reason as to why, like, mm. you were going through stuff and you needed to find that creative outlet. Like, Oakwell for me, well, it was Shoreline at the time, but that was my creative outlet. Like, I started my business when I was going through all that stuff. That was probably the worst fucking, like, state of mind to be in to start a business. But it kept me productive and it kept me feel like I was growing and I worked so much on that that then obviously down the track I ended up rebranding um to bigger and better things but I like I just saw myself in you if that makes any sense like <laughs> I th- the wrong way. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man on, let's get this podcast is not for children too many, they have too many beers yeah but basically yeah like when you said like I need an outlet to keep productive and to help myself growth I was like I've been through this shit and like I want to help you and it's like I'm not doing this like not jumping on the podcast now like I love having conversations with you but we're on a like the same one of our own reasons yeah same like goal same for different reasons 100% and like yeah. I think when you like even though that's where Reeves our old teacher the other day said to us like oh you went there at the footy but I went to the footy yeah and he came up to me he goes where's in the Kofa he's like fucking you guys didn't hang out in school and I was like yeah, you're right. Like, it just I, I, people, yeah. I've heard his people going, "You and Aiden, that's a fucking like weird it's combo. a weird, it's a weird yeah. combo." But like, it, it works. It works. Like, yeah. you don't realize. And I think like, there's been people that I've spoken to from school who like I never spoke to in school, and they never spoke to me, and there was nothing like no friendship, anything. And they've messaged me, or I've seen them out, and we've just like become closer, and like we've had conversations that we've never had before, yeah. and it's weird because like, I think everyone in high school. Not that everyone's immature, but they're just young and they don't understand the value of friendships and conversations and yep. all that stuff. So, yeah, like it's it's pretty weird how things play out. Like I've had, yeah, I messaged someone last night that went to our school and just made sure she was alright. She's like, I'm so proud of you and what you're doing. I was like, I was, don't I don't turn yeah. this back on me. I'm making sure you're okay. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. not 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 that. Like it was just like, oh, like I had, I didn't think that you'd be watching our stuff or like supporting or doing anything because yeah, like. Okay. We're not that close, but yeah, like as you know, it's it's definitely nice to have people that you never thought you'd really consider having a friendship with to say those things, like and to be supportive of you. But it's pretty much just to simplify it was so my um, awesome designs. I messaged Aiden. I was at home one day. Actually, what actually happened? So the root of it was. Had a day off work one day. I literally drove out of my house and something ticked me off. I forget what it was, and I just fucking I was like, I can't do it today. Like I just I was I drove out. If anyone knows Douglas Park, I drove out of Douglas Park, and as I was about to go up the hill, I said, Look, if I if I go to work today's gonna feel like it's about twenty hours long. Like I can't. <clears throat> I pulled over and said, I just, I, even, I just messaged my boss at the time and was honest. I said, Mate, like I'm not having a good day. I really can't come in today. I went turned around, went out a fucking hot shower, went back to sleep for a couple of hours. I woke up. Um, 
and it was I sent them designs to you I think I, I just was at home and I was like I need to do something like I'm just not in wasn't enjoying work I wasn't happy and I was like you know I always like liked the idea of clothing but I was always like oh so everyone does it you know what I mean is, is, like, is it, it is a very saturated market it is but it's it's and that's when it made me think well it is, but it's fucking clothes and it's not the fucking material. It's what's, what's behind it. Yeah. And that's when I just Googled flow and it was the flow came about. So my psychologist told me, she said, you just got to let life flow a bit better. Um, she's like, just go with the flow. And it really stuck with me. And that's what I kind of wanted to put into it. And yeah, literally sent the designs off to Aiden and I kind of said, mate, like, look, I really want you to be a part of this. And Aiden was all th- all in and here we are today. But he kind of sent back three designs. Um, well, before, and wh- before we'd done the designs though, it was... Got running through that the mission statement and everything like we done that. I said to you like first things first. Remember how we done the three? Des- was that? No, we did the designs. Designs was the first thing. Oh, okay. So I it? sent the shit ones through, and then you said, "All right, like leave it with me." And then you you come back with three designs, mm-hmm. and the one of them was that. And yeah. I, like straight away, we were like, I think we tweaked spacing and stuff a little yeah. bit, thickness of letters, sizing, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty spot on. And then it was after that that you told me to watch the Tony Robbins. Thing on Netflix, the red shoes on. No, no, the breakthrough thing that he does, the Tony Robbins. Yeah, is that where he goes to the guy? Oh like yeah, yeah. You upset because Un- those fucking red shoes? Unbelievable. And, the guy, and that yeah. was what changed yeah. the shit. And then, but yeah, when we when me and Aiden say this was off the back of, uh, like I knew Aiden was going through stuff. It was definitely off the back of my mental health lowest point. Like when this happened, so I'd been I saw a psychologist five times, five or four, five times I think. It was every Wednesday, and then the last session I had two week gap. And it was a, every Wednesday, and she that was when we were talking about the creativity. From the second, from the fourth psychologist sec- session to the fifth was in between. I'd started flow, yeah, um, and that was literally in between of me improving. So that was definitely a part of coming up. And then it was the fifth one. I told her about it, and she was fucking unbelievable. But yeah. that's kind of where it started. And it's, it was so exciting at the time. There, like we were on, like I think we were, you were still working, and I was working from home from isolation and stuff, but. It was so exciting. Like I would stay up so late, yeah, hundred like, percent, just doing designs and everything, like writing out or building the website, that kind of thing, and yep. looking at themes on Shopify and stuff. But like it was just something new for me, and it was like got my because I was doing Oakwill and like I'm still learning fucking digital marketing and stuff, and yep. still fucking learning every single day with that, and like that's that's like steady growth. But this was like something completely new. Like I've never fucking made a bit of clothing in my life. I've never, like I've done a podcast, but it's not on this On this aspect. topic, yeah. yeah. Like um, I tried to make the dash about that, but the dash was more business related, mm. like interviewing business owners and um, be like, it's just something different. It's something that I'm like, when I make content for Instagram and Facebook and stuff and update the website like and do podcast doesn't feel like work to me yeah. like, it, it feels like <coughs> it's enjoyable so it's a recreation it's not it's not a, a job and like. it's not even about like it's not about followers or anything like like we've spoken about numbers and stuff but we're talking about it for like two minutes yeah the biggest thing is like how can we keep delivering messages and and yeah. what's like you you'll send me quotes almost every morning going like oh this quote just popped up in my phone I'd be like, fuck, how can we make like a bit of content around a topic? Mm. And that's the biggest thing for me is like just – and mo- like I've been seeing someone about my mental health like recently and he just said to me like you have to be a part of a community because you're someone that, you know, needs or feels the need to be needed for. And like he's, he's completely right. Like I love feeling needed. Like whenever someone's upset, I always like message him and be like, hey, like are you sweet? Like and – you know, if they don't reply, I get fucking cut because I'm like, oh, like I really wish they could just see my message to just make sure they're all right and stuff. Yep. And um, like he just said to me, like, you need to find a community, you need to do something. And and this was only like last week that he said this. So flow was already started before that, but it's like you really need to like do something. I was like, me and my mate have flow, and like it's to me, it's not about clothing. It's not about fucking how much money comes through our mm. store. Like I feel like we are slowly building something bigger than like ourselves yep. and that's the most rewarding thing in the world for me. Yep. Like being able to give back with our expectation. Like we said before we launched, like we don't care how many sales we make. Like we just want to keep providing value and helping people through, through shit times. And like, it's fucking, 
Well, we spoke I'll about watch it. Watch is dead now, but we it's spoke like about it the other day, like because we had such a fuck around with our launch, but we were keeping podcasts going. I said to Aiden, I said I'm actually like I forgot about the clothing as much as we're doing it. I said it was more the talking to people and getting the message out. And then we were speaking about clothing, and I, I kind of had to snap back because I kind of I did forget for a little bit. Yeah. And you know, you because you just think what you're doing and coming in for a podcast. You know, you do the podcasts, but then again, the clothing, what we see and what is on the front is only the ten percent of it. Yeah, it's it's seriously behind. And I know we say it, and I really hope people believe it because it's it's true. It really is true. And I think I think we want to start documenting that a lot more, like mm. doing a lot more vlogs and stuff. Like at the moment, like it's just been a bit bit rough. Like you're still. Fucking settling into your new house, your, your job, like it's that's we're both going through a bit of stress at the moment. Like we're still pushing through, and we're still doing podcasts and taking the time to actually keep this thing alive and yeah. the blood throwing, um, flowing through it. But in a sense of like, yeah, we can make a vlog, but it's just at the moment, it's nothing's really happening behind the scenes. Like we haven't, we've slightly touched on the collection too, like slightly. We haven't dived into it massively don't get him excited yeah but like the next vlog like i don't know we haven't even really touched on it i think we're gonna go visit the yeah the barber shout out yeah the barber at manan fucking best they're haircuts they're good but yeah like they're they're absolutely <coughs> unreal over there but it's it. we haven't really been doing too much socially so it's a bit hard like so the podcasts are a bit more yeah that's it's, it's podcast podcast and content it's definitely the like and podcast is content We'll have to round out our number one superstar and rock star Dylan Wade and get him back in. Yeah, no, I definitely think that. Like, we've been thinking of, like, podcast topics. Like, we don't, as much as we love talking about mental health and stuff, and that's, like, the key reason for this whole thing ever kind of coming up is because you went and saw a psychologist. Like, that's a, that's the key thing. You don't see her, this doesn't happen. Mm. Like, if you think about it like that to a T. Realistically, yeah. I can strip it right back. If I don't take drugs and act like a fuck with this doesn't happen. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, like, it, it takes... It takes what happens will happen. The, wor- the worst things in your life, like, they become the best things that ever happen to you. Like, in, in retrospective, like, when you're going through it, it's a fucking shit time. Like, the worst time. But you fucking... It's a... You don't realise you're so unconscious to how much you grow through that time. Like, you don't think you are, but your your body is getting... And your mind is getting more and more resilient. And... The next time you face that, like a similar problem, you realise it doesn't affect you as much. It's like anything. Yeah. Like fuck, imagine you do a bicep curl. Yeah, I'm fucking burning. Two weeks time, you fucking do it again, doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't you know hurt. I mean, yeah. like exactly the same shit. And I kind of relate. I try to relate everything to muscles, or you know, it's very similar. Like the more you do it, it's repetition. Fuck, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Like anything. Yeah. Fucking do a squat. First time it's gonna suck. Twentieth time you're gonna kill it. And that's just the way it is. Like so perfect. And like. For anyone, there's a fucking there's a few good motivational and quote pages on, I think is it Third Eye Concepts is a good one, on Instagram and like I got, I got good quotes. Good quotes. If you're not into that stuff, like that's fair enough. But it's kind of sometimes they do get a little bit cheesy and they might sound a bit like that. But they're con- they're really good to see. I'm a type of person. I see an image and if I see it in a perspective, it really means something. Um, and it, it's good for anyone who kind of you know likes the motivational type speaking things. Give us, give it a search. Like, there's a few on there. I think Third Eye Concepts is one. There's like Motivation Daily. There's an app called Motivation. Um, it's a black logo with two little fucking dots on it, I think. And that's what I use every day. And it just pops up motivational quotes, you know. And it's good just to hear that stuff. It really puts you in perspective. Don't um, even need that because you send them to me every day. That's it. But yeah, honestly, no, like, that's good if though. you're into that, if you're kind of like that, just seeing that, you can set. I think I set a reminder. You can have, you can set how many notifications you want they, they, they just get, pop up top yeah. of your phone i'll get i think 10 to i think i get 10 or 12 a day and then they just pop up top of the screen from any lives from happiness to business it's anything. almost like getting that random text message from someone you haven't spoken to in a while yeah. and going hey mate how you been like it's, it's kind of like that you check your phone after say a couple of hours you know maybe stressed and you're looking to be like say something nice like ha- there, there was one the other day that says someone loves you have a good fucking day like that's literally that's what hectic. I said And it was just like from anonymous I rate that so hard Just shit like that And yeah. it's perfect It's called motiv- motivation It is And there's just Like it's like I said It might sound a bit corny And some people aren't It's not for everyone Which is fair enough But if you're into that little bit of Wisdom and lift during your day Fucking 100% invest yourself Really do it And I follow a few pages And they're just good to Scroll past and see perspective Like one today was um, You've got to try Because first step is always the hardest And it was a staircase But the first step was like 10 foot tall And the rest of the stairs were little and it was like, you know, you think about that, you get over it and when you see stuff like that, it really does make sense. Yeah. But yeah, like, like I said, some people might be like, fuck off, Matt, you're a dickhead, which I am. But, <laughs> you know, if you're but if you into that, like, whatever makes you happy, honestly, whatever the fuck makes you happy. If you want to go home and 
lay in the lounge and watch Netflix and you fucking do that. Like, there's no right or wrong. It's just be conscious about it and know what you're doing, know what you're putting into your body. Do it in moderation, but fuck, whatever makes you happy and makes you feel good as a person, you fucking do it. Any more questions? One more, mate. Get, so the name's Caleb. <coughs> this is the, who, who asked the question. The name's Caleb. I'm not sure who it is. Get Sean Williams on the pod on the potty. Sean Williams. It says Sean, but I'm guessing it's Sean. Yeah. Sean. We, oh, we, we, that's a guy we searched up today. Hey? Sean, oh, Sean soccer player? Yeah, soccer player from, I don't even know where he's from. Overseas somewhere. But <coughs> yeah, if he's keen. Yeah, fucking. If Mate, you can, we'll have if anyone you can, on. If you can organise it for us, we'll get him on. If he's got a story, we'll get him on. Yeah. So it's probably overseas, so it'll probably be over Zoom or something. Get him up on the TV. That'd we'll, be hectic. We'll yeah. tell him to fly us out. It looks like he's in the EPL, so he's obviously got a lot of coin. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> Hang on, let me Google him while we're on here. That's right. Sean Williams. Williams? His chairs are fucking squeaky, yeah. Uh, Irish footballer. He played defensive midfielder or central defender for Millwall. Yep, get him out of here. You organise it, mate. The name's Caleb. Hook it up. Um, That's everything? I think so, yeah. Yep, sweet. But uh, yeah, hopefully you guys found a bit of value. You learnt a little bit more about about myself and stuff that we've gone through. Yeah, I think. Do we have one more? Anything else? We've got a couple more. Okay, cool. Hold the line. Sorry. We've got. So this is our boy Wazza. Oh, yeah. I know you both have plenty of goals, but something you'd each like to do in two years. Two years, I think, look, I'm going to reframe Waz because I think two years is too close. I'm going to say five. See, I think, like, yeah, I'm just looking for the first but step. But anything can happen. Like, tw- eight months ago, yeah. I was a different person. Look, I, I honestly, I love travelling. Like, that, as soon as the borders open, bro, like, I'm heading to New Zealand, eh? Like, I just want to go there. Like, it's close. It's not pricey like I can still have I just want to go to Bali again yeah no Bali will be a fucking hectic um, definitely do like in terms of personal like business we've already touched on and this is to add to the personal goals from before but you know I travelled last year and it's the best fucking time of my life and yeah uh, it's getting myself like like I travel to America to the other side of the world by myself like and that was a huge step for me like I hate I said to you the other day I fucking hate driving to places that I don't even know and I flew to the other side of the world by myself <laughs> like who fucking does that? But it was the best thing that like ever happened to me, um, yeah. in terms of positive stuff. But so travel is a big travel for you. Yeah, travel. Um, definitely New Zealand. I think it's first stop. That's a big one. That's a good one. I've yeah. been. I want to go. Uh, go north and South Island. Go see the mountains and shit. Fucking great mountains hard. Like the aesthetic and it looks me. <laughs> it looks. Drive past it, just it just feels like, and everyone's so nice here as well. Like every. I haven't met that many New Zealanders in my life. But, like, I listened to podcasts with New Zealanders, like, um, plant-based Mary was on Ice Project. He just seems like a fucking nice guy. Like, he's down to earth. And, look, I've only listened to one guy on the podcast, so I shouldn't round them all up, but I'm going to assume that they're all pretty nice. Ice is a Kiwi. Yeah, I know. But, like, and he's pretty nice too, yeah. Yeah. But, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. Now, two years, I think, for me, I think two years, like, I'm not going to say it's too close. I personally don't have any, I guess, I have goals, exciting goals, definitely, inside a business, outside a business. As for where I want to be or something and, you know, like to do as in maybe career change or something, I'm thinking more around the three to four, four year, five year maybe mark, maybe like say up different house, maybe something like that. Like that's a bit, bit quick to say, but you know what I mean? Definitely around that mature more age. But two years, like from where I was two years ago to now, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, and just knowledge. If I can be, if I can make the same amount of growth I made in the last two years and the next two years, and look back to now and think, wow, I'll be fucking stoked. Yeah. If I can just, if I can just continually better myself, and like I said, I'd really like to be able to take some time and study some, maybe some mental psychology stuff or some you know nutritional stuff, anything like that. But yeah, that's that's probably where I want to be. So um, thanks for your question, was thanks was your ledge. We've got one more by coach underscore 881. So, Carter. Shout out to Carter. Mr. Carter, the best, one of our favourite teachers from school. And also now a mate of ours. And massive, I feel bad. I feel support. bad, eh? Because I, like, Carter, if you're listening, I fucking apologise because I treated you like a fucking... He loved me, eh? Yeah, I, like, I was I was on and off with him. 
like, I, f- I don't know whether I was. I don't, don't think I was hanging around the wrong people. I just think that I didn't give a fuck, and I just it didn't appeal to me what I've been taught. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> pretty late apology. But yeah, I feel like looking back at in hindsight, I fucking didn't treat you with the respect that you deserve, and you're a fucking legend now. And like you support the podcast, and you support everything that we're doing with Flow. You've bought some yeah, stuff, it's and it's been unbelievable. It's like. At the end of the day, bro, it's the same as celebrities. You look at celebrities and go, fucking, they're celebrities, whatever. But they're human beings. And you look at teachers in a different light and you don't think, like, obviously they're human, but you don't see that in high school. Like, you just go, this teacher doesn't want, like, yeah. what's best for me. Like, so you hold on cold with yeah, teachers. Yeah. 100%. And, like, the Carter's a cracker guy. Like, he's always been, like, a, he's, he was one of my favourite teachers, but there were some times where I just fucking mm. would come into class and just, just be fucking dick, he you know? He loved me, man. Yeah. Like, he used to always, like, I'm at my last day of school. So when me and Gus, Gus Cousinetti, shout out to him, when he was in the year below and when all my mates had left in year 10, I would be in classes. And because, like, Carter knew I wasn't going on to year 11, but I was just one in the year out. So he used to do stuff like, I, if I, he had Gus's PE class and Gus, like I said, was year below me and I had fucking English, I'd be like, oh, can you, can you come get me out of class? Okay, so he, so would, he would come and find me. Like, say it's fifth period or third period, but like, at the end of the day, he'd come and get me. And he'd say, oh, I need Matthew and Lukofa, bring your bag. And I'd just go. And if he had PE down the back, I'd just go <laughs> kick the footy. With, it happened probably four or five times. My last day of school, I used to have PE and pass back to back. So like two practical sporting sessions for anyone asking. Two like practical. So it was like you had recess, two practicals and then lunch. So it was like feeling like four hours worth of fucking shit. Probably three and a half hours. And then um, he got Gus out for that whole period. And my last day of school, he drove me at it was me, him and Gus were smacking golf balls in the back footy field and he drove us down, bought a subway, brought us back. Fucking what a legend. legend. But yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I think it was the way that I just, my perspective on teachers at that time, like some of them I got along with like really well. Some of them like, not that they treated me badly, but I would, it's probably more around the subject as to what they were teaching. Like I think Carter was teaching me health. Like he was my health teacher. And it's just weird to be more mates now. Like yeah, I like he's like we have the best chats, bro. Like the best. Like he'll message me and be like, "Hey man, how you doing?" I message him on, "Are you okay day?" Just made sure he's sweet. He asked how I was, and it's like, like a human beings, man. Like even though he was a teacher and stuff, like even Reeves the entire like yeah, coaching, like, they're out of, they're involved in footy. Like Reeves is coaching first grade. I saw, like, I saw drinking them, beers with him every week, having a chat. Like, I was about. I was fucking. We offered him a beer. We gave Reeves his shit because he's wearing um. He finally got laced up shoes and I was like talking oh, yeah, shit because yeah. he used to wear Velcros. Velcros, yeah. So, yeah, fucking, it was just, like, it's still like, even though we've been out of high school for fucking ages, like, it was weird to say, like, oh, Razy, about the time you fucking got some shoes that weren't Velcro. And he's like, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, you shake their hand and, like, it's just like the human beings, man. Like, yeah, that's it. Um, Big old blokes, too. But yeah. Shout about his question. Well, uh, Oh, did we not just answer your question? <laughs> no, we just you just jumped in and spoke oh, shit. Fucking hell. How have you guys how have you guys stayed so positive during this time? I'm guessing I'm gonna assume it's through COVID. COVID, yeah. yeah. Um look I think as long as there's not fucking asteroid heading for Earth and like even if we do die, we speak at, speak about this all the time. Where if we step outside, we get cleaned up by a car, that's it. Like and I think that's where, you know, for myself personally, doing the podcast messaging people when I know they're upset and stuff. Uh, I would be satisfied um, not being hit by a car or passing away, but, like, I'd be satisfied if I passed away because I believe that I've lived my life on, like, all the ways that I've decided to. Like, I haven't let anyone really dictate certain things to me. Like, um, and there there is stuff that's out of your control and I think COVID's obviously definitely one of those things. Um, and you can't control or try and shift your own external forces like you can try and fight it and mm-hmm. I've definitely put up a fight with Oakville keeping that on the ground and I thankfully got through it um, but it's just I think like if you realise that you know one day you will die like why waste this time being upset and wasting time like and don't get me wrong definitely have my down days and still get upset um, for an extensive amount of time but that's just one of those things like Pardon me. Beauty. <laughs> but um, yeah, mine, honestly, yeah, again, assume it's COVID. In the most unselfish way, I wasn't affected by COVID at all. Um, 
and like I wasn't, my family wasn't, my close friends weren't, I definitely saw the effect of it and I knew the importance behind how crucial it was. So like to anyone who was affected, there's no hard feelings and not, you know, not point the finger and laughing, but I genuinely wasn't affected. You know, I was yeah. luckily, if my last company I was at, I transitioned businesses in between and if anything, my last company picked up. I was working, like, not to rub it in, I was doing overtime and get more money, you know, working big hours. Tash was still working. All my mates were still working. Like, bar you, you went down a bit. Yeah. Um, lucky JobKeeper kept you going. But my dad was booming. My mum was, like, everyone that I knew were doing, if anything, bigger hours. Like, I definitely saw the effect of it. And I knew, like, like I said, it was fucking a, b- a bad time. But, yeah, like, how I've stayed positive, like, honestly, it's, like, again, just a normal maintenance. Like, I guess on my personal note, I just kept just kept doing me, just kept meditating, kept staying healthy, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I personally wasn't affected by it at all. Like, I was pretty lucky and I'm, I'm fucking pretty grateful for it. I didn't – I was lucky enough to – some people were struggling to get their jobs and keep them. And I was lucky enough to transition into another job, um, which I'm fucking grateful and lucky for. So, yeah, that was – you know, like I said, I wasn't affected at all. So, um, yeah. if anything was a fucking, it was if a bit of a blessing for me, probably. Yeah, like, look, I, I, in retrospect of things, like, as shit of a time as it was, like, I fucking had to let go of some of my staff as well, and like, it was sh- pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, just because like I knew how much like they needed work as much as I did. Like I need, but like, as much as it sucks, like it is a business, and you know. If I'm not getting bringing in any work, I can't pay someone for sitting around and doing nothing, you know. So COVID for me was more of a disappointment period of like not fucking being hard on myself, but just being like, hey, this fuck this situation is disappointing because I have to have tough conversations and you know let people go and stuff. Yeah. And like, it was a new experience for me, and it's something that I don't like doing, but had to be done and. I think yeah in the period it was like if I dropped I think like over 40 percent in like income like it was and I'm still not I'm not making massive money like you gotta understand like I know well it was 100 grand last month or something (laughs) 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 Um, like I'm not making bank bro yeah and and for that it was a like you know not and you're doing well for yourself but you know money isn't obviously a you're not indulging in it at the moment. Yeah. So to lose again was a real struggle for yeah, you. Until like I saw I, that firsthand. Yeah. And because I like, <coughs> it's coming up to three three years in November since I first kicked off and went into business like at all. Like by yourself? Huh? By yourself? Like yeah, yeah, by yeah. myself, yeah. Yep. So coming up to three years and, you know, it's, it took me three years or not, not even yet, but <laughs> um, like it's almost taken me three years to get financially a little bit comfortable. Mm. Um, but even then, like, Fucking COVID two point could be hitting. Like I don't, I don't think so now. It seems like it's really getting fixed up and things are changing. But yeah, like it was, it was more so just tough financially, and and because I wasn't having those that income coming through, you know, and we couldn't go anywhere, so I couldn't spend money anyway. But um, like just paying finance bills that were coming through, like I have like Kirwin Ray's course that I was paying for. Like I pa- I signed up for Kirwin's course two weeks before COVID hit. And then it kept coming out every month. And I was like, I'm not making money. Like I was stressing. I remember, honestly, I remember crying on the end of my bed going, I'm so fucked. And I thought that it's the end of the world. It's fucking not, bro. And then I got told about JobKeeper and fucking everyone hates the government, but fuck me. Like they've helped me a lot in terms of the benefits that they've and the support that they've given to people who've, Lost their jobs, business owners who are fucking on the brink of going out of business, who need to pay, pay employees and stuff. And like, it's not a massive amount. Like, it's not tremendous. It's not like fucking 15K. It's like 3K a month. And like, yeah, it's like... It's, it's enough just to it's just, just enough, like, just to <coughs> pay personal bills, like personal and business bills. Like, yeah. you got to realise, like, all my income, like, we're not taking out a flow. We haven't taken out a flow. Like, every sale that we make, it stays in the business and we fucking... Source it back into Facebook ads to Instagram ads, like everything. Blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking shout out ice. But like when you're not having like say if Oakles Hill, if you're not having income coming to here, you ain't getting paid. Like and you can't pay yourself because like you need to pay your staff and like I'm I'm the last person I think about. It's like being at a fucking you know when you go to like family events and they go, Oh, let the fucking ladies eat first, like let the ladies Get the food first. It's like that. Like I'm 
my staff are the ladies. Like they, I let them be paid first for. Like I'll take you have it. to. Yeah. Yeah. That's your. That's your. Um, obligation as a and I like, and then that's my fucking finances and my bills and shit. That's ladies too. Like it's you need to put all that shit before you fucking go. Hey, like. I need to pay for a Netflix account or like something like that. Like, or I need or sports bet or sports bet or some shit. But yeah, like now, like even though it's still, I'm still, I'm fairly recovered, like from it. But yeah, definitely. And I think a big part of from me to you, what a big part of your, I guess you just said you're fairly covered now. Was it definitely that that Kerwin Ray video of treat money like a relationship? Yeah, that's a big thing, and that's that's a big one for anyone. I guess obviously some people aren't earning money at the moment. But if you are and you feel like you just say if you're an apprentice you get six hundred and you feel like you're just going all the time, I was like that for fucking two years. Like I was literally getting paid, paying my phone bill and going, where the fuck did the other four hundred go? Yeah. Like shit like that. Like paying my f- hundred fifty a month or whatever. I'm like, where the fuck did the well, rest all, go? All I don't like. I have. I'm like I'm not terrible with money and I've been reading shout out rich dad poor dad, fucking cracker book. But like I've, I've read that. I've started or. But halfway through Tony Robbins' book about like finance and money and stuff and is that unbreakable or yeah, uh, yeah. Unbreakable or um and it just like helps me in a sense of having a understanding like that book like it's giving me a much more bigger understanding of money and how to treat it so like certain things to tell yourself instead of I can't afford that how can I afford that mm, that's right and like just because I'm saying like oh I can't afford that I, I don't I don't want a Lamborghini like I don't go off materialistic things. But for an example, if I was to say, oh, I can't afford that Lamborghini, I don't go, how can I afford that Lamborghini? Because, look, in hindsight, <coughs> it's going to end up being fucking finance. Let's be real. Like, I'm not making, like, I'm not going to go mow lawns and shit for 20 bucks and build up, like, and start all these little side hustles right. just to buy a Lamborghini. You know what I mean? So you got to be smarter with you what you You have do. to be smart and you have to realise, like, look, is this fucking attainable? You have to set attainable goals. And like smart goals to yourself. Priorities, money wise. Definitely a big one. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. Uh, cheers, Mr. Carter or Ben. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ben, ben Carter. Ben Carter. What oh, a, is? That's that legend. But just confirm. There's no more questions come through. <coughs> Pardon me. Nope. All good. I think so. Yeah. Easy. But yeah. Um. That was probably the longest Q and A we've ever fucking done. But no, it's good. Um. Definitely good having a conversation. Definitely good talking in depth about the questions, not just having one-off answers. And um, but yeah, thanks to those um, in this podcast that did ask questions. And if you're if you are listening to this and you didn't ask a question for this episode, we'll we'll probably do another Q and A later. And look, even just drop them in, and next time we do a podcast, me and you, we can we'll, we'll frequently do them. If yeah. you find there's a few questions, or you know, if there's any topics, even if you know there's people want to reach out to or talk about and get send, our opinion send us a dm or stuff, get yeah. an opinion or help you know like we're only a couple of average blokes you know we're not fucking business advisors we're not both financially fucking loaded we're just average blokes but do have our heads screwed on at some point um and we can hopefully give some some adequate advice for people who need it so if there is anything that you'd like an opinion advice or fucking just another thought on drop a comment message us anything and we'll happily talk shit about it or you know assist you in the best way we can yeah, but if you did enjoy this podcast, be sure to head over to Flow Apparel on Instagram or Flow Apparel underscore underscore on Instagram. Uh, head to our Facebook page and follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube and uh, to keep up to date with all the latest content and collection drops and stuff like that. But yeah. Got, um, got a couple, one more collection coming out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So stay tuned. Going to put out some content about that. Have a photo shoot coming up. Well, we're going to order some stuff after this actually. Yeah, yeah, from there. Mummy and daddy's got a couple of presents coming up. So. Yeah, kids are going to be matching. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks for watching, guys. Legends. But I need this change to make it big. Well, I got to give everything I can for this. No ifs or buts, honey. I would die for this. Need it more than my next breath. Yeah, you know that I'm totally obsessed with it.